So the opioid crisis that we've talked about frequently on this show continues to go in the wrong direction. Latest numbers out from uh, province of Alberta just last week coming out that we are well on our way to having our deadliest year of opioid-related deaths in Alberta, um, more than we've ever seen before. Uh, in January, uh, the latest numbers, 2023, the total was 554, um, and we were still waiting for the last two months of the year. Um, and this is just for the city of Edmonton, 554. Last year, or the year, the worst year prior to that was 2021 when we saw 626 deaths. So the expectation is we'll blast past that. Uh, shouldn't be a problem. And Calgary seeing its record-breaking numbers, Lethbridge record-breaking numbers, Fort McMurray record-breaking numbers, Edmonton, I mean, right across the province. So, so whatever we're doing here in Alberta, nobody, nobody can take a victory lap and say that they've made any headway on this because it just gets worse. Um, and now there's, um, some troubling developments on this situation. Mayor of Belleville declared a state of emergency last week, saying that 20 people overdosed in 24 hours there. And there have now been uh, testing done, I think the primary in Quebec at this point, but I mean, it won't be long, right? Um, where uh, a form of opioid that is somehow 25 times stronger than fentanyl was found. It was disguised as prescription oxycodone pills. Um, lethal. Deadly. Uh, the drug gets more and more toxic, it seems, by the day. We're going to speak now with Dr. Monty Gosh, who's an addictions medicine physician, associate professor at University of Alberta and at the University of Calgary. Uh, doctor, thanks so much for your time. Always appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me here again. So this new form of opioid that we see in Quebec, it'll be everywhere soon. How concerning is that? 25 times stronger than fentanyl? Super concerning. It's not the first time we're seeing these new types of drugs. So protonitrazepine, which is what they found in Quebec, uh, is a form of drug called nitrazines. Uh, again, a new form of fentanyl, if you may, or a synthetic opioid analog. Uh, and we just don't know what they do necessarily to the body. Many of these have not been tested in humans. Uh, they have no prescription or, or, or prescribed clinical use. Uh, they're made for animals. They're, mar- they're made in, in synthetic labs overseas. Uh, we don't know what they, what they do. And so it's highly unpredictable. We know it's deadly, uh, and it just goes to show that we're dealing with a crisis that's just evolving in nature. So is it just people working in labs to come up with stronger and stronger and stronger forms of what is basically the same chemical? Is that, is that what's happening here? Exactly. It's, it's shifts. And so what, uh, what the primary driver of a lot of these synthetic chemicals is, is that it's easier to ship across uh, across the ocean, if you may, uh, in smaller quantities, and you're able to sort of allocate it, sort of mix it into smaller portions, um, which can make more money off, or which individuals can make more yeah. money off. So, for for example, you know, a hit of heroin uh, takes a lot of, um, it, it, you know, you can take grams at a time, for example, for heroin. Um, these these molecules are a lot smaller, easier to mix, can make more more shots with it, and 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 again, make more money off of off of these hits from that. But that's inherently more dangerous, right? A tiny amount of this drug can be toxic. Um, is there any way for, for, for users to know? Like, this was described as prescription oxycodone. You know, test strips would be the way to go, but test strips do not detect right now nitrazines. It's, it's just not possible at this time. So other drug testing mechanisms need to be put in place, uh, whether that's using mass spec or spectrometry or um, or, or other forms of testing. 
But uh, those take time to do. You can't get them instantly back. Uh, we need to have drug alerts out there. Uh, but the big question is, will that change people's behavior? Yeah. So even if they know that there's something in their drug supply, will that change things? Uh, and that's not necessarily true either. And, you know, we need to probably have a cleaner drug supply of some sort. It's, the question is, how do we do that? Yeah, when 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 people who are, you know, addicted to the opioids are, are going through that, when they hear of a drug that's 25 times stronger than fentanyl, the thinking, I'm sure in some cases, is probably, that's what I want, right? I mean, because with the tolerance, when with any of these addictive substances, you always need more and more and more and more. You know, that's not necessarily true. I think people do want a pure form, a pure concentration of substances. They want pure fentanyl. They don't want something different. They, they don't, don't want. They don't know. Exactly. They don't want benzos mixed in it. They don't want xylazine, which is another contaminant we're seeing. Um, they want something that's pure and easy to titrate and easy to use. And uh, And that's not necessarily what's out there right now. So the toxic drug supply that we've heard so much about is only going to get more toxic, much more toxic with drugs like this. 100%. And again, it's so unpredictable and just keeps spiraling out of control, it feels. Yeah, it really does. Scary stuff. Uh, Dr. Gosh, thank you so much for your time. I always appreciate you being here.